or Filipino, Filipino. Vietnamese crawfish, apparently one of the best places you can get them is in Houston. And it's kind okay, of like what are you doing? A school? You doing like a fucking travel channel thing? What are you doing? No, that's just that's just how it is. That's just what I've heard. Now, have I ever had the Vietnamese crawfish? No, but Wait, what? I've heard that they're very good. <laughs> have, you right? had I've, that? <laughs> have you not so, had that? I don't know. It's just something I've heard. You and I just spout it to sound cultured. Oh, you know? you've never wait. You never had Viet. You never Viet. Do you've never had Viet Cajun? Mm-mm, no, I don't. Oh, where do you get wild? It? Where do you Where do you go? Everywhere. L A crawfish. I don't know. Hank's crawfish. Nope. Every type of you've had. Okay, have you ever had? Okay, all right. There's so many crawfish. You do you eat crawfish? <laughs> no, that's a whole yeah. thing. This is a different thing. We're, we're we're not talking about the same. We're you guys are back to hear about Ho Chi Minh. That's what they're that's about. Right. And we're just fucking with you right yeah, now. Yeah, no. dicking you around, and it's not cool. It's cool on my end. It's cool <laughs> on my end, brother. That's what's cool with. Okay, it's cool whip. Let's move on. All yep. right, guys. When we left off, you're here. Hey, welcome back. All right. <laughs> when we left off last time, uh, we left Vietnam. And uh, Ho Chi Minh, hero, mm-hmm. villain, whatever, whatever you, however, you, guy, however you feel. The dude we're looking at. <laughs> the yep. dude we're looking at. We left off in 1945, uh, 1945. The August Revolution that just took place um, in Vietnam was just newly under the control or semi-control of the Viet, of Viet Minh forces and under Ho Chi Minh. And following a uh, Emperor Bao Dai's abdication, some say forced by Ho Chi Minh, um, or re- at least cool. strongly recommended. Um, Ho Chi Minh like gave that. a speech at, at their kind of Independence Day celebration, and this is how the speech started out. Um, All men are created equal. They're endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Among them are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. The immortal statement was made in the Declaration of Independence of the United States in 1776. In a broader sense, this means all people on earth are equal from birth. All peoples have a right to live, to be happy and free. The Declaration. I disagree. I'm not. I'm not about that. Okay, don't I'm interrupt not. the nope. speech. Don't interrupt the <laughs> okay. fucking speech. So he keeps going. Nope. The, de- the Declaration of the French Revolution made in 1791 on the rights of man and the citizen also states all men are born free and with equal rights and must always remain free and have equal equal rights. Uh, those are an alien un- undeniable truths. Now that's just a bunch of crazy talk. See, he, right. So, so, so he's given, so he's given the speech and uh-huh. you gotta keep in mind the, the, the field at the time, the, the, the way the situation lays, he mm-hmm. wants help from the United States. Mm. So, mm. so okay. All if right. you want help, and he's already kind of getting it through the OSS. He's getting it to through the OSS. That he wants it. He right? wants the weapons. He wants right. fucking. He wants weapons. He wants supplies. He, he wants, wants some he, nukes. He wants all that shit. He wants all. Give that me shit. some nukes. Yep. So he's fucking. So he's reaching out. He's and he's and he's kind of during this time giving a lot of praise to the U.S. Saying how she likes the yeah. U.S. How much she respects it. Talking about that. That's just making these a, overtures. Making overtures, and. Also, again, during this time, if you if you did not listen to the last episode, which is kind of weird for you to come it would be directly weird. to you part just two, jump into number two. What are you doing? Let's go over a brief synopsis of what's going on in Vietnam at this time. Vietnam, okay. by the Potsdam Conference at the end of World War II, has been split into two different uh, two different areas. There's going to be the north, which is going to be occupied by well, Indochina has been split into two different areas. 
the north, which is going to be occupied by fucking the Chinese, uh, the Chinese National Army under Chiang Kai-shek at the time. And then it's going to be the Ooh. south that's going to be occupied under by the British. The British come in, they're more favorable to the French. Um, the yeah. the Chinese come in and they and with them comes all these nationalist uh, Vietnamese organizations that mm. have been exiled to China. Okay? Okay. So in September, a force of 200,000 200, Republic of Chinese Army troops came in and they said, hey, Ho Chi Minh, uh, yeah, all that shit you just did was cool, but we're going to need you to form like a coalition government that, that has some of these Chinese nationalists and, you know, moderates. And you can still have your communists, but we, we can't get down with the holy communist government. That's what yeah. the fuck we're fighting in fucking yeah. China right oh, now yeah, in our civil here. war. We're, we're fighting Mao's communist government yeah. and we don't want to seem like hypocrites. So what happens to those Chinese in the, in the north, that Chinese occupying army, is that uh, they do a deal with the French to get back to their French concession in Shanghai, uh, which is a part of Shanghai. Um, and they give the French give that back so that uh, China will leave northern Vietnam in like okay. a little swap of route. Now, what's going on in the south in terms of coaching in China is a whole different thing. The British have came and the kind of like the kind of operating general or the commanding general is Major General Douglas Gracie. And he arrives with the Gurkhas, which are like Indian and Nepalese troops. And huh. they're fucking sick. They the Gurkhas are they like you, like mercenaries? No, the Gurkhas are like they're British like colonial troops, but they're like huh. they're dope. Like looking up Gurkha history, the Gurkhas have been everywhere. Like they fall in everything. Right. So cool. He arrives with them. And at this time, the Japanese force that was keeping control had just been, like, removed. Yep. You know what I mean? So like they got their shit bombed. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're done with this they're, war. You they're know? like, we're we've good. Seen, we've seen the horrors of war. We're, uh, we're good on this. They're good. So, they're, so like, at the time it comes in, like, the Viet Minh have tried to take control. But then there's all types of fucking shit going on where there's nationalist forces fighting the Viet Minh. There's fucking religious sects or the, the Cao Dai sect or, like, the Ho-Ho sect, like, offshoots of Buddhism that are, like, fighting it out. And, like, it's it's kind of all... And also the French that are there are fighting it out against everybody. This is where Saigon is. This is, this is South Vietnam. Okay. So the British come in. And particularly uh, Major General Douglas Trace, Douglas Gracie comes in and he is he comes from like a colonial background. He's a colonial officer and he comes in and he's racist as uh-huh. as yep. they are. As, yep. <laughs> like, as it was fashionable for Brits of the, the 1940s to be. Yep. So he comes in and he's like, the only person I can trust here are the French. So he just starts arming uh-huh. other white shit. people yeah, all right? to the French. That's all. If you eat pho, I do not fuck it, with you. Huh? And huh? guys, <laughs> wow, you're still here. Thank you. Because I would have turned it <laughs> yeah. Woo! Okay. All right. Moving on. Okay. So... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so the uh, the French, you know, were they really want they were this is kind of the time where France is trying to get back all of its colonial possessions. Yep. So they're like trying to get they're trying to get Indochina back. So they persuaded Gracie's commander in chief, uh, Lord Mountbatten, crazy name. Um, yep. He w- he was in India as well. I think he was like governor. Gen- I don't know if he was governor general, but I I know 
he was like in negotiations with Indian nat- nationalists as to Indian independence as well. And so I guess he like flopped that post or whatever, and then they transferred him. Or maybe he was, yeah, I, th- I think it was something, something like that. Yeah, man. Well, the, the fucking French kind of fucking, it's, they fucking like, like they went to that dude and they were like, yo, bro. Uh, they persuaded him to be like, yeah, like make Gracie like, like give give Gracie the authority to declare martial law, and uh-huh. because they were fearing like a, a, a they feel like a communist takeover. It's like wait, there to- are like five parties already killing each other in the streets, and martial law has not already been declared. No, no, no. they this, seems like they're dragging their feet on this. He's one. coming oh, in, on. and then he's like declaring martial law. Like you get an authority, he can't really do much because he's still like the British are coming in with like kid gloves. They're kind of coming in like yeah, I mean because <laughs> they don't want to be there. Like they don't want yeah, to be there. It's not their sense. colony. Like, yeah. like they have other. But colonies. the fucking French can't do anything for themselves. The French are still a fucking. Dis- I mean, they're fucking. Again. You know I mean, but people, but also the U.S. is like kind of like, yeah, we don't want the French coming because the French is like the U.S. are still like anti-colonialist. That's why Ho Chi Minh like is still a kind of reach out to him. Yeah, he's like, make, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he's like, oh man, the, you know, you guys were a colony once, yeah. right? Yeah. So, what happens. Gracie kind of gives a lot of power to the French. He starts cleansing the streets. Uh, like she starts arming like French citizens um, and like French citizen militias. He starts cleansing the streets, the streets with the Gurkhas. Um, and the the OSS officer, or the as we know it, the CIA officer at the time there was uh, Albert Peter Dewey uh, from Chicago, Illinois. What who the was fu- Albert Dewey? Albert Dewey. What the fuck is that? A cartoon character? He, Actually, pretty good looking dude. Albert, pretty Dewey? good looking dude. I feel like I saw. No, those I mean, it's 19, it's like, they're nineteen forty-five names. Archer, or Archie, rather. No. They're nineteen forty-five <laughs> names. Ridiculous. Yeah, Archie was a nineteen forty-five <laughs> name. So, so uh, Albert Dewey is OSS officer, and he's like, he's like, it's complete shit show here, and uh-huh. he's like, he's like, he he's kind of like trying to coordinate with. I think he kind of coordinated the Vietnam uh, forces. If I'm not sure, um, and. <laughs> He he like requested Gracie like I want to drive around with an American flag on my shit because like I want to make sure that people know that I'm not y'all or I'm not I the French the troops. God damn it! Yeah, yep. like he's just okay. like I just want to make sure that everybody knows I'm not y'all. Do uh, did he have a salt life sticker as well? Gracie, well maybe then maybe that'd be interesting if he did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gracie goes fucking no. You, you know can't I'm all do about that. I'm all about that Vietnamese shrimp. You know what I mean? Salt life. I love it. Yo, what was that? <laughs> what, what? Yo, what? I was trying to make it work. All no, right. No, no, you should have just. I mean, the salt light. This is okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> so do it. Okay. No, no, I know, I know, I know. I just. All right. All right. <laughs> so Dewey, fucking didn't doesn't get his doesn't get his wish and he doesn't get his request and he can't ride around with an American flag. Um, okay. So. What happens is on uh, on September 26, 1945, he's gunned down uh, by uh, Viet Minh troops uh, in a case of mistaken identities by the communists. And Albert Dewey, on September 26, 1945, is, is the first American fatality in Vietnam. Okay. So our involvement in Vietnam goes back to maybe 1940, 1944, but our yeah. first death... In our involvement in Vietnam um, is right on the heels of World War Two, nineteen forty-five. Yeah. Okay. So the French had no intention of allowing uh, there to be an inter- uh, like an in- independent Vietnam, and and 
after that the uh the there's the after the 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 Chinese leave um Ho Chi Minh kind of signs the kind of uh, the Franco Vietnam um like agreements on March 6, 1945. And when he signs those it's kind of like oh saying that Vietnam's going to be a part of like a part of the French Union of States. There's kind of further talks that are happening cuz they're still kind of fighting breaking out and they have to reach a broader agreement. So then they go to the they they have the they have the daylight the daylight I don't know how to pronounce that in the Fontainebleau conferences and and that 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 ends with uh Chi Minh going to actual France there's a, there's a delegation that goes to France to negotiate and that delegation includes Vietnamese uh, authorities um fucking uh, Cambodian authorities and Laotian authorities they all go to uh, France um, and negotiate Ho Chi Minh is not part of the delegation but he's more there like doing fucking PR and like fucking just being around in the summer of 1946 Um, and there he is asked by a New York Times reporter Ah, was a uh, a very good year this is a good year I mean fucking no he 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 definitely speaks French and he definitely drinks wines he's a Mm. shape-shifting motherfucker that's what Ho Chi Minh is adopts his his French name yeah you know oh no yeah no whatever his like French wife Snellville I don't know no I mean that's actually a good French name you know what I mean that's a pretty good French name I I thought so so while he's there um, a New York Times reporter um, in a very um kind of what's 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 it called like deja vu for foreboding um prophetic uh, prophetic um question um in response uh new york times reporter david showburn uh asked like isn't the war hopeless against the french because the vietnam vietnamese don't have like a modern army and ho chi minh said like uh you know it's not hopeless uh it's it's a it's a fight between a tiger and an elephant the tiger stands his ground. If the, if the tiger if the tiger stands his ground, the elephant will crush him with its mass. But if he conserves uh, conserves his mobility, he will finally vanquish the elephant, who bleeds from a multitude of cuts. Mm. So kind of just saying, like, yeah, man, we're fucking like like you're the elephant. You're gonna come mm. in here. You're gonna be slow. You're gonna be stomping around. But we're the tiger. Yep. We're fucking death, gonna be death by a thousand cuts. Just right? cutting you. Just cutting you. Yep. So and then the poacher comes in and kills both of you and gets the last laugh. Yeah, right. no, that that poacher's called uh, climate change. But we're moving uh-huh. on. There we'll you go. On. Hey, oh, hey. <laughs> Look, man, I'm I'm quick with it. With it. <laughs> so talks take place uh, from July to September. Like the French government is like, yo, you can Ho Chi Minh, you can leave if you want to. Like, cause after a certain it's point, cool, it doesn't man. make any sense for you to be here anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, but he stays, and he kind of they they sign this modus modus vivendi, which is like this thing to talk later. It's just like, oh, right. we're gonna talk later. That's what a modus yeah. modus vivendi is. That's what uh-huh. that's what I would would like for people who text me but just stop responding uh-huh. to send to tell me to, hey, do a little modus vivendi. We'll just uh, just a yeah, you know, autocorrect can only suggest so much, but you yeah, I mean? just need a. I'll hit you up later. Like, give me a little. So, they so so then he goes so that's that's in September then uh, uh, 1946. Then he goes back to fucking Vietnam and. He got nothing, and everybody was like, "Yo, this is this kind of sucks." Bullshit. You were there for <laughs> like two months. So long. What are you doing? Fucking, drinking wine? Fucking, fucking French women. Well, drinking French wine. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, you know, either you can think the best of Ho Chi Minh, think, "Oh man, he just failed, and it's fine," or you can think the worst of Ho Chi Minh because a lot of times, a lot of things happened while he was gone. Particularly, the communists suppressed all their all the non-communist parties in northern Vietnam. 
and they and this is during the time um when they got rid of when they like they even arrested uh, a guy named uh uh din diem go go din diem i don't know how to fucking say his name i'm just calling him diem who will later be the president or prime minister or fucking leader of south vietnam okay yeah so they get back and everybody's like, yeah, we're probably just going to go to war. That's what everybody's thinking. Yes, there, it's there's a no, pervading atmosphere yeah. is that this shit is fucked and we have weapons and we're going to do it. Yeah, there's going to be no modus vivendi. vivendi. There's not There's not going to be no, no vivendi talks. There's not going to be anything uh, else. So You're never going to text each other back. You know right? what I mean? <laughs> so mm-hmm. the French uh, the French uh, bombard Haiphong, the port, I think the port of Haiphong, I'm pretty sure. Um, and... This like kills six thousand Vietnamese civilians. It's a fucked up thing that they do. Um, and then from there, uh, after the Haiphong incident, after the Haiphong incident, uh, Ho Chi Minh declares war against the French Union or France, and and the, it's marking the beginning of the first Indochina War, the Indochina War, uh, first Indochina War called that because the second Indochina War would be Vietnam. Okay. Um, to kind of mark one of the first. Vietnamese part of the kind of the northern Vietnamese part of this parts of this Vo Win Giap, which is like Ho Chi Minh's second in command, more of the military guy behind Ho Chi Minh. Um, okay. he organizes surprise attacks across Hanoi and attacks like that, even have civilian attacks. And after two months of like fighting with the French, the 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 Vietnamese withdraw into like into like the wilderness and into the mountains of of like northern, I think northwestern Vietnam. Um, so. And this is kind of like an interesting point because like the the Vietnamese realize that they can't really they're not good at fighting the French. The French have do have more weapons. It does doesn't make it, it they are more well supplied. They have modern weapons. And yeah. particularly they have a modern weapon that um very fucked up. The is a there's a description in the book that I read. Let me check the name of the book. Uh William Dukier's that's a bad name. William Dukier's Ho Chi Minh A Life. Um, where a, 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 nor, a northern Vietnamese soldier or a Viet Minh soldier is uh, <laughs> he's on the battlefield and they're attacking like a French position and all of a sudden they say that he said I, th- I, I saw three swallows and then I realized that they were planes and then those planes dropped little eggs and one egg hit in front of me and then it and then it burst into a ball of fire and you realize oh this is napalm because <laughs> napalm because the Americans gave the French napalm like in 1946 okay. so <laughs> 46 47 so they're fucking these people are seeing napalm for the first time it's being used against them and he said he fucking saw like all like a, just a everybody getting involved in a in a in a ball of fire in front of him everybody behind him he can he can feel the fire on the back of his neck it's like there's no way to survive this there's that's no way crazy. that's crazy but the oss was already supporting the Viet Minh prior to and so then they, they just were. like changed sides yeah they, they were like now nah, we, we, we we fuck with the French now well, because so, so so that happens mainly because the the it's it's after World War Two and people are starting to awake or they're the starting to threat. yeah to get turned on to the idea of like that the communist threat is the biggest threat in the world yeah and okay. everybody in the world not everybody most people in the world maybe don't know Ho Chi Minh's communist affiliations or maybe they're like, oh, he's somewhat communist. The people at the OSS or within the State Department or in the like the knowing place, the play, uh-huh. people in the know in the world all yeah. know that Ho Chi Minh is when I cook and they know uh-huh. all of his affiliations yep. to the communist government, like to Moscow, to Russia, to to China. Yep. They know him. So he they, used to bake biscuits in the United States. Okay? Yeah. So they all we think know. like, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, fucking, all right, well, 
they 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 think of that as the communist threat and they're starting to kind of orient their way and change their way to become to kind of be on that side of things um so from there uh, so like the war kind of starts in 1946 kind of in the 1946 um and then kind of keeps going and then like in 1949 major turning points happen two kind of major things happen um turning point uh, the People's Republic of China, um, Mao wins out in the Civil War, and now there is a communist regime on the border of North Vietnam that is willing to support the Vietnamese with weapons, material, um, armed troops, advisors, all of that. It's so so now they can fuck it. Now they have an ally. Um, yeah. Another turning point. Not turning point, but another noticeable thing that happens is France officially recognizes uh, the nominal independence of the state of Vietnam um, under the, in the French Union under uh, Bao Dai. Bao Dai is the emperor from before, mm-hmm. and they kind of recognize him as the new, the kind of the ruler of South Vietnam, or really all of Vietnam at this point. Okay. Um, and so Bao Dai is supported by the U.S., and like Britain and France and all that. And then Ho is supported by Moscow and China. Hmm. So kind of getting the formation of like the entity that would yeah. become South and North Vietnam. Seems like things are headed for an inevitable collision. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll have, so the war kind of, the war kind of grinds and the French are kind of losing their like esteem in this war by now. But when you get to 1954, they've been fighting this war for seven, eight years. <laughs> like it's fucked like you know what i mean yeah the the thing going on in france where like you know the communist party in french in france is is, yeah. is gaining steam there's all types of the, the 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 peace movement there becomes massive um and and a little thing well, uh, aren't they also fighting in algeria at the same time I don't know when the Algerian War of Independence starts, but I know it was another one of the colonies that they were trying to hang on to. I'm pretty sure. I know it definitely happens before 58. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure when the Algerian War. So it would make sense that they're like, if if it was going on in Algeria as well, the French Communist Party are just basically outturned in the streets, just like what would happen in the United States later. Of yeah. like, hey, this is fucked up. You guys are warring everywhere. So that you need to get out of both of these places. That starts in 1954, which is interesting mm. because it's interesting because 1954, the the first like the the it kind of is the end of the first Indochina War because of of uh, the decisive battle at Dien Bien Phu, mm-hmm. um, which is a battle where the Vietnamese. And the hero, military hero of Vietnam, uh, Vo Nguyen Giap, fucking surround, <laughs> surround a a French base in like the highland. I'm pretty sure it's the highlands or like the, the the mountains of Vietnam, and like a valley. And they fucking they fucking they siege it for like I think nice. it was two months or something like that. Damn. And okay. fucking they the they like take. I think it was like they took ten thousand French soldiers surrendered. To the, vici- huh. to, to the Viet Minh. So, okay. so the subsequent Geneva peace accords uh, after that, after like the, the that, that kind of brought the French to the table where they were like, all right, fucking yeah. let's get out of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't even, we don't even live here. I don't even like this uh-huh. place. Mm-mm. This place doesn't even have wine. 
Then they have um, wine. Then they have cheese. Nope. Then have then have then have charcuterie. I mean, we we dumped all of our exported wine into this place. Yeah. And then we drank it all, and then now we've got nothing. Here. Now we can what, go. What, we can we, leave. What are we doing? We can, here? Leave. We can leave. So well, we've seen all the good sites. You know, we yeah. ate. We know all. There the are good, no good sites. All, all, there are no all good, good sites. noodle places. We, we ate, we've been to all of them. I've we, had the fun. Get out of here. It's you know fun. what I mean? <laughs> it's had, good. It's fun. It's good. Seeing the beaches. Ate ate the crawfish. I'm good on. It's fun. Let's get out. It's fine. I can leave. We can next. Next, <laughs> Algeria. Next, all right. That's good. <laughs> um, so, in 1954, the Geneva Accords, uh, like, were signed between the between the French and the Viet Minh, and it kind of allowed like the Viet Minh to like regroup in the north, um, while a all the anti-communist forces would settle in the south, um, and you know the dr the drv the democratic republic of vietnam was lo- located in the north and mm-hmm. you know of course you know there was a southern vietnamese uh capitalist friendly or you know not uh, anti-communist state in the south um and so this is like during this time you have like a lot of people move from the north to the south particularly um a lot of a lot of the like a lot of skilled workers you know what I mean? A lot of a lot of yep. skilled workers moved to the south. A lot of fucking also the Catholics. A lot of them moved to the south. There's even like a thing where there's like a slogan that <laughs> slogan that people are saying like God moves south. Oh. Like, you know what I mean? So okay. In terms of the Catholic Church, it's like yeah, we're gonna get out of it. We've heard you guys are communists. We kind of understand the vibe. We're kind of gonna Ooh. fucking dip, <laughs> bro. You know what I mean? So it also partitioned the country right in terms of like that it was on the 17th parallel. And that's kind of the creation of that North and that South Vietnam. Uh-huh. Again, you know what I mean? Ho Chi Minh in the North, Bao Dai as the emperor in the South. Um, so internally in North Vietnam, what starts happening is like every, there's this argument between like, uh, between like kind of two factions. One is like the faction of like, hey, we need to kind of still unite the country, unification. Yeah. It still has to be united. Uh, uh, kind of was kind of the side that Ho Chi Minh is kind of on, um, a little bit. He's kind of in in the middle. I'm not gonna say that he's kind of in the middle. Another side is like, hey, we have to get to a fucking socialist, fucking realized Utopia fucking state. You fucking bitch ass bastards. Yep, we, we gotta get there. We gotta we do, do that. Mm-hmm. So, so he's it's 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 kind of this this weird moment <laughs> where like where like you know. The North, the the North Vietnamese government is like instituting like various aggregate like like reforms, reforms like rent reduction and like land reform. And before this, they were like like back in nineteen forty five, they were like very moderate. And even then, like even in nineteen fifty like four, they were still pretty fucking moderate. Like it wasn't a fucking it wasn't a thing, but they kept there's there's a yeah. there's a group of kind of leftists within the the Vietnamese North Vietnamese uh, kind of contingent that are like, yo, we are trying to realize yep. this socialist fucking state. Yep. Why are we pussyfooting? Stop this? pussyfooting. That's going to be just led. Need to do it. Yep. That's going to be led by Trong Chin, and and that's you know he's going to be fucking. He's a he was the general secretary of okay. of North Vietnam, uh, kind of the leader of, of North Vietnam, and he was like pushing for it, pushing for it hard. And so what happens is. Um, when you have land reform, uh, and you live in it, it, it's <laughs> land reform is always going to be messy, but it's going to be particularly yep. messy in this time in 1954 because you're going to be influenced 
by one particular state that's right above you. China's right above you, so China's going to influence a lot of how you do things. So mm-hmm. there were a lot of Chinese model, models were imported as far as like the Speak Bitterness campaign, where they have fucking you. They had they put you in a hut with fucking like villagers. Is that a, is that a roast? No, speak speak bitter. No, no, no. it's the worst roast because then you sometimes you get shot in the head after. <laughs> the fucking okay. roast. Sometimes you get <laughs> right lined on. up with a fire like by a firing squad and just shot. You know what I mean? <laughs> Well, that'll sell some tickets. Yeah, that will, that will, it will sell some tickets. It will sell some tickets. So, like, some some people with the estimates are like uh, nearly 100,000 executions. Some people put it like 50,000. Oh, right. Some people put it at like 13, 13, 13, 13, 5. People say it's above 13, 5. That's like the lowest it will go. I don't right. know how many is. I just Who know does? people got shot. Yeah. <laughs> people got All shot. right. In so, the head. So, in the Okay. Along with the kind of Chinese style of like land reforms, they're also uh, and to kind of break down land reforms even further. They what they're doing is like the rich, the rich peasants or the landlords, whoever owns the land. If they own too much land, um, like poor peasants will come in and they'll be like, you know, what I mean, they'll kind of talk about how they've been uh, exploited by these people. And then if 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 it was egregious or if they could be proven to be egregious. Um, basically they, they shoot them. Um, sometimes if it wasn't as egregious, they, they'd send them to imprisonment. It's a fucking, you know I mean? It's a, also, this is also where people would sell their petty disputes. If they didn't like you, they, mm-hmm. you know I mean? They could, they could say that you were a landlord or you're like, and it was, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot of fucked up shit happening. Yeah. And it's, and it's, you know, okay. Yeah. Kind of like the inquisition. It's a, yeah. It's, it's very inquisition. And yeah. Okay. But it's on it's in but very like land reforming kind of reminiscent of China but on a smaller scale in Vietnam. Okay. Um. When you, they not only imported that like Chinese style of being Chinese style of like doing the land reform, they had like Chinese cadres were coming down, like right. and like and like they were training people and like you know what I mean to of how to do land reform and they were like you know kind of being like you know like almost bible thumping in terms of like yeah it's it's have you read the red book yeah have and, you guys even re- read the red book what are you doing and and, and chow and lie has this great quote about it where he's like he's like because it annoyed people people got annoyed by it they were like huh. because he chow and lie as chow and lie said he was like uh the cultural revolution doesn't export well <laughs> like, mm. fucking mm. nobody likes this and then there's also the history of like colonialism between china and vietnam to yeah, where it's like this whole thing is like sense. they're always yeah. kind of like he- uh hesitant between like yeah we don't want the chinese to rule us too much i don't know yeah. about i don't know about we, we kind of did this for a while and we're we're good on it right now and and on top of that one of the things that kind of like slows a lot of this stuff down and kind of you know kind of trunk chin it's kind of pushing for all this um and Ho Chi Minh is like saying hey we need to treat everybody with respect and if they fucking do some shit like you know what I mean if they are bad landlords that doesn't make them ir- irredeemable they should still have like the chance to learn from their ways and like you know they take the value of work and okay. this is kind of the kind of two fronts how the battle is kind of being set um the thing that happens is that that the the Viet Minh which is the army, the kind of independence army of Vietnam is not just made up of, it was made up of communists of people who identified with the communist ideal, but it also, it, a lot of those Viet Minh people 
might not have been as, as hardline as the most hardliners. And a lot yeah. of these early Vietnam people are also, as most communists do, come from our most early communists or from what I've studied, usually come from the petty bourgeois yeah. background. So they a lot of them came from scholar gentry families who were landlords themselves. Mm-hmm. And, it, mm-hmm. and it was happening where they were just persecuting Viet Minh veterans who had fought like in the war. <laughs> and so people would be like, there was this, even okay. the circumstance where like they like uh, a lady who was like a landlord who had like hid Ho Chi Minh and Trong Chin during all of the war. She got, per- she got persecuted and she, and she lost her land and she, and I, 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 I think they interceded or she got executed. It was like something where she oh, got, shit. yeah, like, so we don't know. We yeah. Don't know I, I don't remember. It's in the book. I, I think I'm, I'm forgetting this part, but like, it's where everybody like Ho Chi Minh's trying to like step in for people and he would yeah. do it successfully and unsuccessfully sometimes. And so it was like, it's like, yeah, man, I just fought for you guys. I just did all this fucking fighting. I and pulled I, my fucking neck out for it, you guys to hide you to make this revolution yeah. possible. And then the revolution is the very thing that led to my death. Yeah. Perhaps in her case. Yeah. And so that's so that's one thing that happens. Yeah. Again, I don't. I've, I'm from. I'm misremembering if she died or if she didn't die. But so that's that that Viet Minh kind of like like uh kind of complications where they're persecuting the, the Viet Minh. And then the other thing that kind of happens and it may have had an influence and may not have had an influence on them is uh, Khrushchev in uh, 1956 during the 20th party Congress in, in mm-hmm. Moscow. He comes yep. up, he talks about, he kind of kind of reaffirms the idea of, of not having a code of personality yep. and self-criticism. Yeah. Listen, Stalin was a crazy yeah. man. Yeah, we're not about this crazy shit anymore. Yeah. I'm not gonna put you into any gulags. Yeah. I'm not gonna execute mass numbers of people yeah. by firing squads. I'm not gonna force all my buddies to get drunk and watch westerns yeah. with me. That is a lot. He, I, we're not. Yeah, we're not do doing any of that yeah. anymore. All right. I'm. I'm not going to to force the Politburo to to have sex with each other anymore. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Did I did I did I say that part out yeah, loud? I didn't. Yeah, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to say that. Good thing this is a secret party congress, right? Good yeah. thing we're all we're all cool with each other over here. I mean, uh, that's weird. That's a weird. Yeah, Russia's a weird place. Is that real? <laughs> did that did that real? Did he say that? You know, he didn't say it in the speech, but I also would not doubt if it. Uh, I would not doubt that it happened. You, I don't know. That is, I'm you, reaching. All right. I am taking a mad reach. You reactionary. Right now. Son I want of a that bitch. to be clear. But okay, also, right. <laughs> you are a reactionary <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm telling you that. Oh, hell yeah. No, of course. So, yeah, so, I love it. So, self critic. So, the, the code of personality shit didn't really, nobody really. In Vietnam, they like kind of dismissed that because they were like, everybody mm-hmm. loves, everybody loves Hunchy Men. Yeah, everybody, what are you talking about? Everybody man? loves like, in, He's the best. Yeah. And Ho isn't like a, a dominating personality. His shit's more just mm-hmm. like, Hey, I'm just Uncle yeah. Ho. I'm Uncle yeah. Ho. I'm just like a Confucius scholar. It's weird. Kind of like cool. our man Moomar, man. Yeah. Just I'm behind it all. You yeah, know, I'm look, not in it. I'm behind it. Look, right? look, it is kind of a fucking travesty to compare Ho Chi Minh to Muammar Gaddafi. But I I'll mean, let it Ho slide. Chi Minh did way more, but I'm just talking about like behind the revolution, no official position. I'm just. Oh no, I'm he just, was. He was the. He was in the. Like he had an official position. He was like a real guy. 
in the whole thing. But okay. his shit, his he becomes like that later. But his like he's kind of like the he's the the uh, Mahatma Gandhi of revolution in Vietnam. Okay, that's the best way to put it. And that right. he's like kind of he becomes like the he's the spiritual fucking heavyweight of fucking yeah. revolutionary war in Vietnam, and okay. also like a foreign policy genius. You yeah, know what I mean, it's a, it's yeah. a, he's a combination of a lot of things at a lot of different times. The self criticism shit. Uh, they dismiss the cult of personality shit, but the self criticism shit uh, is is big because people need to start thinking about like it makes a lot of people like think about their actions and like like not say like oh this is the communist policy. Uh, it makes people go okay. We start thinking we kind of like having self criticism of the things we've done and like understanding like not being so caught up in the I think the dogma. Um yeah. so so at that time, right, he, he that that kind of leads to the removal uh of Chong Chen as general secretary and removal of some of the hard left out of like the central committee or like the the main committees of the of the communist government. Um and so at this time what's going on in South Vietnam uh, the 1954 peace uh, peace deal between the French and, and now we're, again we're going to shift things to South Vietnam. Um, the uh, the Bao Dai is the leader, um, but then he 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 like appoints um, the the what's his name? Jug. I know his name is so hard. D, he appoints DM as his prime minister. I'm just going to say no, his last name. No DM. No Din DM. I'm pretty sure it's fucking hard to say. <laughs> uh, go Din DM. No Din DM. You DM. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Neither of us know Vietnamese. Yeah. As far as, far as I know. <laughs> he. So he appoints. So Bodai is the the head of state, and No Din DM or DM is his prime minister, and then DM um, in 1955 called for a uh, a referendum, which is known as being widely fraudulent, um, which removes okay. Bao Dai, the ex-emperor, um, out of uh, you know out of the government. So and he just launches like an internal coup. Internal coup. Like, fuck it. You're done. A lot of Bao stuffing, a lot of crazy shit. Um, cool. And DM is now the president. Um, DM is a hardline like Catholic. He's super anti-communist. He's been jailed by the communists. He's fucking... And he, and he fucks raw, right? probably he's, about, he's catholic all, he's catholic they so fuck wrong they fuck all wrong. about fucking raw you know none, none of the con we, we might have all the rubber but we're not about condoms all right here's the thing it and the reason why why he hates condoms so much is one of his brothers was killed in the august revolution he was executed by vmn that's why he hates condoms communists 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 right. <laughs> Okay. I don't think that I was, was. I was looking for the link. And that I was, was like, a communist. I mean, you can hate condoms for any reason. I just reason, misheard. I just I don't misheard. think that's a good reason to okay, hate they, condoms. They your executed brother by. They made him wear twelve condoms and then executed him by firing squad. Cut off. I'll never use cut off circulation. In my life, you know, like cut uh, off circulation. <laughs> okay. So. So like. All right. As, as as early as like 1956, the idea of like overthrowing the the South Vietnamese government was presented um, at a pillar, uh, at a Politburo meeting. Um, and then wait, let me go back to one thing. the the South uh, the way DM kind of ran the South Vietnamese government, uh, he was all about getting rid of communists, all about fucking getting rid of the religious sects like the mm-hmm. cow die and the ho ho uh, mm-hmm. offshoots of Buddhism sects, all yep. about that shit. 
and he kind of created this kind of system of like overlapping governments that overlapping government um authorities and like programs and everything that was like <laughs> that made it that made people fight for positions and all types of shit he was okay. he was he was very good at, at holding power for himself but not great at creating a solid stable south vietnam so okay um again the 1956 or june 1956 like the north vietnamese started thinking about overthrowing the south vietnamese government and it was like presented at a politburo meeting um, in 1959, Ho Chi Minh was urge, urging the Politburo to send Viet Congs into South Vietnam, um, and a People's War on the South was approved uh, at a session in January of 1959. Um, so, and like it was confirmed by the Politburo in March. Um, so, again, there's some like other stuff. North so Vietnam. Ho wants this. Ho's all for. Yeah, Ho like, is fuck South Vietnam. Let's overthrow this this bullshit government. Because because at the same time, Ho is still for unification. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. He's not not for unification. He yeah. he is he is still for doing it, but not doing it like in a large military fashion. He's still yeah. like it needs to kind of come as like an internal fucking thing that uplifts uh-huh. through South mm-hmm. Vietnam, and then they like, oh wow, you guys are also communists. Like yeah, it, like it's, it's crazy. It's crazy how that worked. Oh my god! I mean, like so <laughs> he's that's what he's on rather than um, he's also I think and this is what I got from like kind of reading about it that he was like looking at it and going like yeah man uh also as a way like to distract from like land all this land reform shit because that mm-hmm. like because people keep talking about <laughs> people are like yo fucking it's either land reform or it's going in the vietnam like it's invade yeah and we're like uh, yeah i re- like and this land reform thing is like you gotta seem to like just like killing people i mean we've <laughs> modeled it off of china and it's not working great over there and it's not working great here let's uh oh that, let's that this one in the bud yeah they, they they're not there they're, they're not there yet but it's it was very okay. fun. it no but they're 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 like in the years it's weird because china's doing like they haven't even done the great loot forward yet but then that makes me forget okay. about the other ones that they did where they killed like three million people and i'm just uh, like you know me three million <laughs> it's not gonna be as bad as what's gonna happen yeah it's, <laughs> like, a, it's a little road bump compared to a full-on carcass in the middle of the road you know what i mean so north of vietnam like they invaded laos and they in in, in july 1959 they had the path at um they kind of and that's where they kind of they start to create this this running network of you know of 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 like trails and everything that uh between that go through laos and cambodia and kind of into south the southern vietnam known as the ho chi minh trail Mm. um a lot of of geocaching along the the ho chi minh trail from from what i've heard what is geocaching it's a it's a it's a rich white person hobby where you go and you take hikes and you you have a GPS thing and you have coordinates and you go and you log yourself. My aunt and uncle do it and they're very not very wealthy, but they're wealthy enough to geocache. Wow. All right, this one no one. Yeah, man, that was really boring. <laughs> just, that was really boring, dude. Whoa. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, it, look, you have a cat. And it's fine. <laughs> she just jumped. Yeah, no, it's fine, man. Where Who gives a shit? Not supposed to be. Okay, all right. She so, wanted to be a part. She wanted to bail me out of that horrible. Yeah, joke. no, then that was. <laughs> and somehow you brought it back up, and you didn't let her fucking do it. Okay. So that you know, the Ho Chi Minh Trail allows allows them to send manpower south 
and and they kind of you know kind of build up kind of for the you know the upcoming uh uprising in the south um and it also allowed them to counter like the 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 allegation that they were like breaking the geneva accord mm-hmm. the, you know what i mean because they because like geneva accord was like yo like you know, we're gonna have elections in 1956 what didn't really happen but like you can't attack each other and they could just be like no it's a it's a that's a fucking that's their own thing that's they're doing mm-hmm. their own thing and we're not mm-hmm. breaking the geneva accord mm-hmm. so happens uh i think in 1960 um uh Le is named as the new general secretary and Le Duan is called the ho chi minh of the south um and he cuz okay. he's been fighting in the south and he was like and he was like the general committee leader of the south and he's been under per- a lot of persecution in the south and he was a very suspicious of northerners um but he was he was he was his whole thing was like yo we have to take back southern vietnam because he was from southern vietnam and his whole his whole livelihood and his whole work had been in southern vietnam okay and you know what i mean this is when ho chi minh starts to become more of a motivational figure and more of a he slides from actual like a actual internal politics of northern vietnam to a more of a motivational figure and a foreign policy guy because what happened is two things um they never kind of fucking forgave him for that modus vivendi or whatever that bullshit was and then they also didn't they didn't the the geneva accords they didn't get what they wanted out of that either so people stopped listening to Ho Chi Minh because he was always talking about this diplomatic approach, and they're like, and it's like yeah. it, just, it didn't ever amount to the fucking thing that they yeah. wanted, which was a wholly free, independent, full Vietnam, as far as the communists. Well, Jesus, is that his fault? Doesn't matter if that it's his fault. You're the leader, dude. I mean, it falls on your shoulders, but at the same time, I could see his side of like, yo, I tried, and I, that's what I would have done is I would have amped up the rhetoric against the West and these Western neo-imperialist motherless bastards didn't listen to me it's not matter. my fault you didn't man. you didn't make results and when people went to, and when people on the other side are like yo we're just gonna start shooting we're just yeah okay you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. so so uh so you know what's gonna start happening 1960 and then we're gonna kind of push forward through the 60s uh dm is assassinated uh we know we're jumping through a lot of shit but but there's too much shit within this whole thing for us to fucking aggregate everything out. Um, DM and his brother are, are assassinated. Um, is that CIA plot? Because that's 10 days before JFK. That's the whole thing. That's a whole conspiracy theory in itself that you need to yeah. unwind. I'm pretty sure there's been recent evidence that the CIA had something to do with that. But they I'm probably not, did it. I'm not up to they date pro- on, fast fun, on that pro- fucking shit. They, they probably did it. So... Yeah. So the it's, probably, it's probably Dallas. If I'm, if I'm, my in, my spidey senses are tingling on this one. I'm gonna be like, yeah, Dallas. I mean, ordered that shit. He was trying to kill a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people. In the late people. '60s, he was just like, yeah, hey, what can I get away with? You know, fuck it. Uh, a lot of people getting murdered. <laughs> okay. Um. Yep. So that the way that uh, DM at organized state was just like a lot of a lot of fucking people fighting for power. Um. Once he goes. Um, the factionalism between different parts of South Vietnam made them impossible, like to sustain a defense against the Viet Cong. And like, there's a bunch of like U.S. sources or you or, or army sources who are like assessing the situation at the time, or CIA, even the CIA. They're going like, "Yeah, man, this is gonna last six months. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> if we don't step Damn. in okay. in some type of and then you know and and there's a wider thing that some of you guys are like it's the CIA man it's fucking it's a conspiracy that's a, the wider conspiracy about us getting involved in Vietnam and how that's going to be a part of a fucking military industrial complex to it's all that's a whole thing um, for shrimp yeah. Okay. Jesus. For Christ. shrimp and rubber. For shrimp and <laughs> that's, rubber. That's really like that's that's the whole. <laughs> there's thing. a whole. There's a whole conspiracy behind shrimp and rubber. Like, all right. Cool. A, I mean, look at the whole thing. Whatever, about, man. about that, about the military industrial complex in fucking Vietnam, man. Yeah, man. So Bro, I just don't know. All right. <laughs> 1964, 1965. Again, Ho Chi Minh is kind of like on the outs here. He's becoming the mm. o- Uncle Ho figure, where he's just okay. like, yeah, man. I'm just a long haired be. I'm like a long bearded guy who like i don't sleep in my palace i built a i built a hut near my palace to sleep in mm-hmm. like that's literally what he did and that's where i have meetings in the hut damn right next right, and that's, that's where pretty, i sleep and that's, that's where i eat cool. and that's where everything i, I who wake slept up, in his palace then nobody have the palace? i woke up in the morning that and would do calisthenics like waste. and like, <laughs> like okay yeah like he was he was doing like the old like the what i think what we talked about before this the the something the 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 Maya, which is uh something uh, yeah. uh most acceptable yet 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 uh most most advanced yet acceptable, right. which yeah. is a market principle that says something old you need to pair something old with something new mm-hmm. or something that mm-hmm. we know and all this type of thing. Um something borrowed. Yeah. Something blue. All there right. we go. Um nineteen sixty four, nineteen sixty five, um we're gonna have you have a Gulf of Tonkin incident, um and then you're gonna have uh, one thing I didn't know about the the Plaiku camp, uh, the Plaiku kind of battle at Plaiku uh, in that Camp Holloway, where the Northern Vietnamese attacked the U- U.S. military inst- installation in February seventh of uh, nineteen sixty five, and uh, they killed eight and wounded a hundred troops. And this is all these acts are like they're like a lot of acts like this that are drawing, fucking the U.S. You could say drawing. Some people are going to say, we want to be there. It's a, it's, I, yeah. Look, I'm, this is not a podcast what's, what's about the Vietnam. What's <laughs> whole pos- position, I guess? I mean, I know it's a complex question, but yeah. like in the simplest possible terms, Domino we, we had... Domino theory. Uh, Domino yeah. theory. This just can't there be another... There was like one. Laos right next to it, and Laos had been... I guess maybe it was like through Vietnam. It was Vietnam. Like Laos, Laos, there was hella communist activity going on. Cambodia. They just didn't. And then, you, you know, then you're going to have Thailand. Indonesia. And then you're going to have the, the Malay, Indonesia. Yeah. We already been talked about Indonesia, mm-hmm. Indonesia earlier yeah. in the thing. Then also you have the Philippines. It's technically on a shipping yeah. channel right there, technically. Yeah. So it's yeah. like this whole that thing of like. Sense. Yeah. They, Geographically, we need. Like China's already communist. Domino Vietnam theory. is its neighbor. Yeah. It's going to go next for sure unless we do something about Let's it. Let's stop it here. Let's stop this domino. Yep. Um, so he keeps going. Yeah, you know I mean, and he's not really having – at this point, he's withdrawing, and he's just going for visiting – oh, she mentioned just visiting factories and shit. Mm-hmm. And he's just visiting factories, visiting village villages, and be like, I'm Uncle Ho, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, he does give his permission for the, for the Viet Cong playing Tet Offensive. Um, okay. And he, it particularly was his strategy to say, we need to do this during an election year. <laughs> you know what I mean? Cause he's like, he cause he, knew, cause he knows <laughs> like, here's the thing. Ho Chi Minh knew he, that he's a great statesman. So he understands the internal politics of your shit. Yeah. So he goes like, yeah, we'll do this during an election. 
just so we can get because he was like super happy when Robert McNamara resigned and whatever. He was yeah. happy that that fucking Johnson was not gonna seek another term, like in uh-huh. mm. all, all of that. But he wasn't in, integra- integrally involved in the fucking yeah. planning of the shit. Tricky Dick Nixon, yeah. how you like this one? This huh? is a lot. Yeah, boom, he, <laughs> coming right out of the gates into your term with a nice little. Uh, I don't. I don't want to call it a massacre. An offensive, at least. No, I mean um, that. No, that was that was uh because this is 1968. 1969 is when Nixon. Oh, he comes. Yeah, he comes yeah. in, well, in January yeah, 1969. Yeah. yeah, man. You know what I mean? See, so your hatred of Nixon is showing, and yeah. you just need to. You need yeah. to. You know what I mean? Just let it. Let it. Let it be suppressed, like me. Because I hate. I hate everybody. Come on, big dog. So and so. Yeah, uh, he's just again just the face of Vietnam. There's a funny story about him going, him like traveling kind of to China, and and he like asked for a companion from from uh from I think I think it was Guadong Guadong or Guangdong or somewhere in China, asked for a companion, and well, like an escort. Yeah, like with him escort, and okay. somebody was like, dude, why don't you have a Vietnamese escort? And didn't he, he have a wife this entire time? We no, he no, got married. He got married. He left that lady. There's a whole, there's a, okay. his home, his personal affairs are very weird because again, he is like the state, the state still regards him as like a kind of a secret, like a great entity. So they're yeah. not, it's not kind of fully disclosed. There's also some things about that he had, he had a girl, he had like, there was a, there was a girl who came and worked for him in some, some aspects and they, they like, they had a child together and then, and then one of the security chiefs are like the guy known as the Vietnamese barrier ended up murdering and raping her. Oh shit. Yeah. So that's like, that's a okay. whole different story that I was like, I was like, I don't have time for this. Yeah. So, okay. <laughs> so he asked for a companion in, in like China and people were like, yo, why don't you just ask, why don't you have a companion with you or have multiple companions? And cause you're Ho Chi Minh in vietnam and he was like yeah man dude everybody in vietnam calls me uncle ho mm-hmm. and i'm not into that he basically saying just like i'm not i'm not everybody calls me uncle ho i'm not into that vibe yeah. <laughs> like, like, it ain't it ain't easy being ho chi Minh. yeah all right it ain't easy being uncle ho everyone thinks it's all fun shrimp and crawfish doing, and doing, doing the foods you know rice and and women but you know it really drags on you yeah. sometimes drags like the like the net picking up all of those shrimp from the gulf of tonkin okay 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 going i just love rich american corporation so you can dip it in your little cocktail anytime sauce. anytime you want me to bail you out just let me know up. Buy it at your Kroger. When you want me to buy you out, drink it with your margarita mix. Because we know you don't know. God damn it, she did it again. Yeah, she See, did. you don't need to bail me out. Yeah, right, okay. The cat, no, the cat the, Cleo knows when to bail And like me. that crash of, of Cleo, uh, Henry's cat, in early 1969, Ho Chi Minh suffered a heart attack. And uh, so Ho Chi Minh, in early 1969, Ho Chi Minh suffers a heart attack. Um, and he was in like increasingly bad health, um, for the rest of 1969 and he ends up dying and his heart stopped 
Uh, well, yeah. If it starts to stop, he dies. He dies <laughs> on September 2nd of 1969, which is the anniversary of the creation of the Democratic Republic of Vietnam. Um, he All didn't right. get to see the full unification Damn. that happened in the 70s, but... Uh, That's like John Adams and Thomas Jefferson. Yeah, man. Giant, it's crazy. Giant, yeah, it's cool. Um, the, the, I think the argument on... You know, after Ho Chi Minh's death and his legacy is one, was he a nationalist or was he a communist figure? And he kind of played that balance his whole life. Yeah. And in my estimation, um, you know, the people again, people are gonna ask, was he a good or was he a bad figure? Was he nationalist or was he communist? Was he was he this loving Confucian scholar, communist guy? Or was he like this preening communist figure who fucking was, you know, self-absorbed and created this cold personality? I would say it's it's always down the middle. Yeah. With this why, guy. Why, why does it have to be either or? You know, it's like he was a nationalist through the lens of of communism. Yeah. He, that's what made sense. Like He would have he, he it, at the time he we came out with a nationalist perspective. And I think me and Henry talked about this before. He he was a off air. He was a uh, the Soviet Union just happened to be, or Moscow mm-hmm. happened to be the friend in need and the friend indeed. They yep. just be able to have the guys who wanted something and would actually yep. do something, and yep. and he could do stuff for them. So that's just what happened. And he did believe in the common the the communist revolution or the revolution of all the you know working peoples and you know the unification of common states and all that type of stuff yeah um but also was he like did he like being praised as like this like revolutionary figure yeah but did but did he live the life of the fucking pious revolutionary figure to some extent yeah i mean shit he didn't have 20 other properties that his people were paying for and a private island and a yacht unlike some other uh, esteemed communist revolutionaries Which that we have covered before, Fidel Castro, uh, not to name names or anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Mao had, I mean, Mao had a lot of properties also. Or Mao. Yeah. Mao had a lot of properties, but he dressed like he didn't have a lot of properties. Like, he, like, literally would just... That's the one thing he made sure that every time you saw him, he was dressed but in that same fucking... I mean, that could just be laziness, you know? With Mao, dude, I don't know what's going on in Mao's brain. Look, it once you look, you spend enough time in those Jin Gang Shan Mountains, man. Yeah, it intense. does things to you. You know, the Jin Jin Gang Shang Mountains get into your head. Yep, and uh, just kind of ending it on this, man. I think I think when you talk about Ho Chi Minh, there's this kind of thing of like he's not the figure that's known as much today, and I think that also has to do with the fact that like just the size of Vietnam in comparison to like a China or a Russia or even maybe even a Japan, the kind of the, the scale or the impact that Japan has. Um, and, and also it, it's, you know, I, I think Ho Chi Minh's character and his, his writings might've not have been, he, I don't think they were as, as grandiose and something you can't link on as, 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 as much as a Mao who gives you all these fucking, mm-hmm. who basically is like mm-hmm. a theorist, like a fucking communist theorist. Like, yeah. whereas Ho Chi Minh is just okay. very, even in his, uh, even in his policy, the way that he does shit was very just like, I'll go whichever way the fucking wind blows, man. I just want to fucking yeah, get, I just want these confidence goals and, and to his fault and to his, uh, credit and to his credit. Um, and God's, uh, well, man, 
that's been it on Ho Chi Minh. That's all I have. Uh, mm-hmm. Henry, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. Okay. I mean. Guys, I want to thank you for listening. I'm going to cut you off on that. I mean, okay. <laughs> he did it. He I did, did it. I did That's it. I did all it. I'm going to say I did it. He, he, no, I mean, Ho Chi Minh did oh, it. Oh, Ho Chi Minh did it. He did it. You did it too. That's cool. That's okay. Fine. Thank you. That's why I was going to wait. Okay. <laughs> uh, guys, I want to thank you for listening. Thank you mm-hmm. for coming back. Please like, share, subscribe. Next uh, week. Next what week. What do we got next week? Next week. Uh, I fucking don't have the book next to me. Son of a bitch. It's cool. um, but we got the School of America's next week. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing a little, we're going you know, to do a little different thing where we do a, a thing, not a, not a person. Yep. Um, yep. School of America's. Uh, if you don't know School We're of America's, we're wrapping up too. We got like yeah. two more, two more eps in the whole Cold War series, and, and then, we're gonna be we're gonna be and, doing our own thing, and then we're gonna watch our ratings plummet. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Westerns. <laughs> nobody likes westerns. That's right. Big dog. It's coming though. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, we should have not. I should not say that. Fuck it. Who cares? Nope. Uh, That's fine. Yeah. Who cares? Um, guys, thank you mm-hmm. for your time. We love you. Mm-hmm. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's your What's your social media? We gotta do a social media shit. God damn, yep, forget to do that. You can find us. You can find Hard Fried History at Hard Fried History on Facebook and Instagram. HFH Podcast on Twitter. If you want to hit us with some shit on Gmail, we're Hard Fried History at Gmail dot com. If you want to uh, tell us we got everything wrong, I'm always open to that. I'm yeah. always open to argue with some people. I don't have anything else to do. But yeah, um, you can find me at Henry E. Price on Instagram and just Henry Price on Facebook. Uh, yeah. Oh, also, uh, in life, you, when you said you got everything wrong, um, I would also like to say um, Ho Chi Minh is responsible for everything that happened under his rule. So land reforms, he's responsible for that. Cool. <laughs> he's just responsible for that. Cool. You're All responsible right. for it because you're the leader. Dude, yeah, fuck you. Um, it falls on your head. It falls yeah. on your fucking head. Um, mm-hmm. but also my social media, uh, Joshua B. Stokes on Instagram, Joshua B. Stokes on Twitter, Joshua Stokes on Facebook. Guys, follow us on YouTube. We're everywhere. Mm-hmm. We're everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you, guys. You guys, have and been please beautiful. share our shit. Please keep share. On, I, I please keep bringing this okay. shit no, no, up. No, 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 no. We're they, not gonna do this again. We're not gonna do this again. No, no, no. They keep no, on flagging no, our advertisements. No, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. They don't want you to know. Okay. Stop. They don't want you to know. Stop. Nobody cares. We're just caught up in a fucking loop of of bureaucracy. I love you guys. We'll talk to you next time. We'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. Please like, share, subscribe.